Hello, friends. My name is Eric Cloward, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. The Stoic Coffee Break is a weekly podcast where I take an aspect of Stoicism and do my best to break it down to its most important points. I talk about my experiences, both my successes and my failures, and hope that you can learn something from them all within the space of a coffee break. This week's episode is called Remember Death. How often do you think about your death? Do you go through life just ignoring it and thinking that it's a long ways off? Today, I want to talk about why considering your death each day can make your life richer, fuller, and happier. You could leave life right now. Let that determine what you do and say and think. Marcus Aurelius So one of the most important things the Stoics teach us is to be aware of death that we too will die one day. And the term the Stoics use is momento mori, remember death. And the Stoics want us to remember that every day could be our last, and so that we should use the time we have the best we can. Now, momento mori is not about being morbid or macabre, but rather appreciating the fact that we are alive at this moment, and we need to savor each moment, because it could be our very last. It means that instead of wishing for things to be different, We should accept things as they are and appreciate them. It also means that we should look for things to be grateful for right now. We need to find contentment now rather than waiting for it to come to us in the future after some event or accomplishment. To live in this world, you must be able to do three things. To love what is mortal, to hold it against your bones knowing your own life depends on it, and when the time comes, to let it go, to let it go. Mary Oliver. Momento Mori is there to remind us that we need to face reality. We need to accept that we will all die one day. And as much as we might want to ignore that fact, it is not something that we can escape. The sooner we can come to terms with our own mortality, the less we fear death, and the better we can live in the present. So one day when I was about 40, I'd just gotten out of the shower and I was trimming my beard. And as I was looking at my face in the mirror, I noticed that the wrinkles in my face were standing out a bit more. I remember having this rush of fear and anxiety about how I was getting older and that I would die one day. I realized that I'd never really put too much thought into the fact that I would die. Like most people, I just went about my daily life as if death were something I could ignore. I realized that I needed to face my own mortality because it was something that would come whether I liked it or not. Now, over the next few months, I would occasionally take some time and think about my death. I thought a lot about what it might be like after I leave this life. I thought about some of the things that I wanted to accomplish before I left this world. I worked on getting comfortable with the fact that I would have to face my death at some point. And the more comfortable I got with death, the less fear I had about dying. Now, that's not to say that I'm looking forward to it or that I'm seeking it out, but it no longer causes me as much anxiety, or at least not the same kind of anxiety that I felt when I was first confronting my own mortality. Let us prepare our minds as if we'd come to the very end of life. Let us postpone nothing. Let us balance life's books each day. The one who puts the finishing touches on their life each day is never short of time. Seneca. The trouble is, you think you have time. Buddha. Why is it important that we face up to our own mortality? So, remembering death sharpens our senses. It helps us to be more present in our daily lives because we can spend less time living for the future 
because it's possible we might not have one. When we recognize that all the plans and goals that we have may never come to pass, we learn not to let our happiness be dependent on the things that we'll accomplish or get in the future. Facing up to your death helps you live more urgently. Memento Mori helps you to prioritize the things that matter and the things that don't. It reminds us that we shouldn't put off the things that we want to do, but try to do them as soon as we can. We often live with the idea that we'll get to it someday, as if we had all the time in the world. Now, the Stoics tell us that we need to get busy with the business of living. Don't waste time on things that don't matter. Remembering that I'll be dead soon is the most important tool I've ever encountered to help me make the big choices in life. Because almost everything, all external expectations, all pride, all fear of embarrassment or failure, these things just fall away in the face of death leaving only what is truly important, Steve Jobs. When we take the time to remember death, we can develop bigger and more helpful perspective about life. For example, if we ask ourselves, will this matter in a hundred years, in a thousand? Things that may seem so important in the moment can seem trivial in the long run. The minor inconveniences that annoy and distress us in our daily lives can be laughed off when we think about them in a long enough time frame. Because everything you do will probably not be remembered in a hundred years, and probably not even in five or ten years. Now, in Meditations, Marcus says, Alexander the Great and his mule driver both died the same, and the same thing happened to both. They were either received into the same generative principle of the universe, or they were both dispersed into atoms. Now, in talking about this, he reminds us that regardless of the greatness of your achievements, we all meet the same fate. And even though Alexander was a great conqueror, what good does that do him now? Is he able to enjoy the glory of his conquests? It matters not how a man dies, but how he lives. The act of dying is not of importance. It lasts so short a time. Samuel Johnson So if it's the case, and it seems like nothing really matters, why should we try to do anything good? Why should we try to accomplish anything in this life? It's not that you have to accomplish great things in order for your life to mean something. Not everyone was meant to accomplish something that will be remembered. And that's okay. Because how you live your life matters. Like I talked about in last week's podcast, Ambition or Contentment, living a good life is not about all the accomplishments you achieve. It's about the process of living. It's about enjoying the journey and everything that comes your way. It's about doing good things in the world, even if they are small acts. It is only when we truly know and understand that we have a limited time on earth and that we have no way of knowing when our time is up that we begin to live each day to the fullest as if it were the only one we had. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross An important part of Memento Mori is that it teaches us to practice gratitude for the everyday things in life. Remember, it's not the grand gestures or the huge accomplishments that make life good. It's all the little things. A good cup of coffee, a great conversation with a friend, listening to a beautiful piece of music, watching a sunset, or even just appreciating that you are alive and you get to experience all of these things. Appreciating the little things, the small joys of life, is an easy way to help you feel more alive with just a small shift in your perspective. Doesn't everything die at last and too soon? Tell me, what is your plan to do with your one wild and precious life? Mary Oliver, 
from the poem, The Summer Day. Now, a practice that you can use to help you appreciate life more is to imagine what it would be like if you died. Think about all the things you would miss. Spending time with your friends and family, watching your favorite film, eating dinner at your favorite restaurant. Imagine that you will never get to experience these things again. When you think about how much you'll miss them, you'll appreciate them even more the next time you get to enjoy them. Now, there's a great example of this in the film Fight Club. Now, there's a scene where Brad Pitt's character, Tyler Durden, pulls a gun on a convenience store clerk, Raymond, and he threatens him with it. He takes his wallet and he sees that Raymond has an expired community college ID. And he asks him what he studied and what he wanted to become. Raymond tells him he wanted to become a veterinarian, but there was too much schooling involved. Tyler then takes Raymond's driver's license and tells him he's going to check up on him in six weeks. And that if he's not on his way to becoming a veterinarian, that he's going to kill him. Then he tells Raymond to run. Throughout the whole incident, Edward Norton's character is trying to get Tyler to stop. After Raymond runs for his life, he asks Tyler why he did it. Tyler says, Tomorrow morning will be the most beautiful day of Raymond K. Hessel's life. His breakfast will taste better than anything you or I have ever tasted. Now, I don't recommend that you go out and threaten somebody with a gun to help them face their fear of death. The scene in the movie was meant to be an extreme example to prove a point. That once you face your death, it breaks you out of the spell of your ordinary life and you appreciate life in a more present and fearless way. For life and death are one, even as the river and sea are one. Cahill Gibran We will all die one day, and this is one thing that none of us can escape. Now, many of us ignore this and live our lives as if we had all the time in the world. By practicing memento mori, you can stop putting off things until tomorrow. You let go of the things that do not matter because they really don't matter in the long run. You are more present in your life because you appreciate the fact that you are alive and breathing and you get to experience all the great and small joys of life. Take a little time each day to think about your death because the more you are willing to face up to your mortality, the more alive you can feel each day. And that's the end of this week's Stoic Coffee Break. As always, be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and thanks for listening.